Good morning, Rabbi Isai. One more time. It's one of those days. Bear with me. I hope I can hold it together today, or at least for the beginning. Today's share is being sponsored by Lili Nishmasimi Marosi Ruslas Mordechai and by Dr. Mark Berkson. He's honoring his wife's birthday, Varda Panina's birthday. We have also Uncle Phil sponsoring Lukovic's wife's birthday. I spoke to uh, Dr. Berkson this week. I didn't know that he's sponsoring. I called him up, and he told me how the DAF has changed his life. Uh, it's changed his family's life, his wife, everything. This kid's seen learning every day. It's amazing. And he told me that he takes things from the DAF and applies them to his life. He's another person that wears a hat during Kiddush. One day he shows up to Kiddush with a hat. His wife, what are you doing? He said, I learned it in the DAF, and it stuck. So beautiful. Unfortunately, I have some bad news. I did a little crying on this last night, this morning. Hope I could say it without falling apart. Today's year is sponsored by the MDY family, Lili Nishmas, Yerachmiel Ben Yisrael. Yerachmiel, we dive him for. He's that eight-year-old kid that had a brain tumor. I knew I shouldn't have done this. All right. I spoke to his father yesterday. His, his, his levi was just yesterday. I spoke to the father during Shiva yesterday, and he told me the first thing that came out of his mouth, he said he wanted to thank the Olam. He said, you don't understand the chizok that the Olam has given him. People have sent him gifts, and, 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 and one of the things that somebody just sent me yesterday, the, I cried all over again from seeing this. Here's a note written. I heard on the rebellious shear, you listen to the shear, he's talking to the kid that's unconscious. You listen to the shear with your father. Please open on the day of the seum. And he sent him stuff. Anyways. A whole box of gifts, of toys for the kids in the house. I don't know if you noticed, on Zoom every single day, there's a guy watching and he doesn't show his face. I've never seen his face. It says CHOP, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Every single day for the last year. When I was giving shir twice a day, he was on twice a day. So Rabbi Isai, if you have the Kayach, call up this guy. His name is Rabbi Srol Gordon. I can't give out his phone number on YouTube. Sheva Shalosh Time, 668. 8790, pay him a call. It's unbelievable the, the amount of chesed. I think eight shiurim was sponsored, Lerufuas, this kid, by strangers that never met this person. He also told me an amazing thing. I mean, amazing. At one kufa, he was stuck in the hospital for three weeks. He couldn't leave the hospital, him and his wife, because of COVID. If they would leave, they wouldn't let him back in. Stuck as a healthy person, stuck in the hospital. Unbelievable. The Nishama should have an aliyah, and uh, the, the Chabura the, the gave me a lot of chizuk. Just the mishpacha, the way we are. Sponsored by Uncle Phil, in honor of my wife, at Nancy, for the other birthday. He sponsored for, his, for the regular Hebrew birthday, and now for the other, and for the Nishama of Yerachmiel ben Yisroel. They called him Alter, I guess that name doesn't apply anymore. Yerachmiel ben Yisroel, who's just Niftar. All right. Do we have any time here? Wow. 
He asked not to publish this back in the day, but I don't know. This gives a lot of chizik. I'm going to say it anyways. Hope he's not makbed. He's not going to be listening to this share anyways. And uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have WhatsApp. He doesn't have internet. He can only watch it through the, the hospital. And Baruch Hashem, he's no longer. I mean, Baruch Hashem, he's not going to have to be in the hospital now. Passport of Eli sits by the shears. The Gemara Shabbos Yud Bey says, Elo misatev yoshev lefanav of nesh shchinol and malimir ashoysev shachayla. And the schus to have the shechina at the shir is amazing. Thank you again for learning and taking the Hillim and out there Achimil's schus. Baruch Hashem, we are surrounded by great family, many great people. We just need more tefillas. May be this. May this be the end of the galus and bring the Mashiach. Please don't publicize this. Just for your information and chizik to the greatest magid shir worldwide. All right, fine. Enough of this. Now we have to learn Torah b'simcha. Huh? Uh, is that the right time? Okay, we'll have to find it uh, later. You'll, uh... Okay, sorry, boys. I really I apologize. I was hoping to keep it together. And by the way, it's a tremendous... Uh, we have a big schos. We have Yeshua. I, I wouldn't have known about this. Yeshua decided to call him up randomly. He didn't know. Nobody knew about it. He called him. He said, what's going on? He says, I just came back from the Levaya. It's unbelievable. All right. So our boys were holding Daf Lametes on the base on the bottom. Omar Marzutra. Two lines from the bottom. Ah, with the Gishmak. Our boys Sorry. Loy Lemachi Inish Kidro Bekimcho Davishuno. You shouldn't try to thicken a dish on Pesach with oven-dried flour. Perhaps you won't be able to cook it well and you'll come to chametz. What happened there? Because since it's oven dried, it's not 100% baked. Put it in, take it out. So it has some moisture in there. And we're concerned that that moisture will escape. And Rashi explains that typically when you put it in a dish, you're boiling it up in roitchim. It's not a problem. But over here, the concern is you usually don't put it into boiling water. Omer of Yosef. You shouldn't boil two grains, two kernels. We're talking about kernels. I actually have, I brought for something else, but I'm thinking now. This is two kernels. I don't even know if you can see. One at a time. What's the concern? I mean, even if you zoom, one at a time. Because you want the boiling water to, to get all surfaces of the kernel. It's possible that one will go and lodge itself in the cleft. Here we have a picture. The way it works with wheat, if you look at wheat, puffed wheat, for instance, you all recognize this indentation here. So we're concerned that one will go over here and basically lodge itself in there. And the water is not going to reach all four corners. Now when it comes to singeing, it's different than boiling. Boiling says Abayit to begin with, he retracts. He says you shouldn't singe two barley's or two grains together. As he's singeing it, the water, the moisture will 
seep out and go into the second one. What are you talking about? What's the difference? One moisture from one going into the other, moisture from itself going into itself, or come from the top and go into the bottom. If you're concerned that that, that moisture is going to be swallowed by another one, says Rav, I'm not concerned about liquids at all. Because that's called meiperos, the sweat of fruit. And the sweat of fruit is not machmetz. Umeiperos ain't a machmitzim. Says the Gemara of Ahadu Be'ah Ba'im Ahi. Abayi retracted. They call Agav midolayu loy mechamtzi. We're not concerned that when moisture comes out and goes downwards, it's not going to go into another, another piece, another kernel. Dom Abayi hai chatzpo da'abishuno so you have a jug that you roast the grains in it. So if it's upright, I don't have a, another cup, but if it's upright, so what happens is the moisture in the, in the wheat goes to the bottom of the kli, accumulates in the bottom, and will re-enter the grain. But if the kli is upside down, so as you introduce moisture to the kli, it's going to drip outwards, so you're not going to have any moisture accumulating. So, but you see here that Abaya holds that moisture could penetrate another kernel. A second ago he said moisture doesn't penetrate. The way it comes out, it doesn't penetrate. But over here you see that it could penetrate if, it, if the kli is upright. So you see that Abaya retracted. So we have a machloikis here in a situation where the kli is right side up. According to Abaya, I'm concerned about the liquids that come out. And according to Rav, I'm not concerned because that's called Mei Peirois Ninu, Mei Peirois Einon Machmitzin. All right. Rabbi, I had a real, I, I thought I had a cool Chiddush yesterday. Although my Chavrusa doesn't agree with me. But what do you think? Because I was thinking that people were telling me after the shir that, that people use horseradish and mar. Now there's an amazing, I just need a tissue. Anybody have a tissue here? No, not everybody at one time. Unbelievable. Thank you. Appreciate it. Why? At home, those tissues are right there. It's just tears. That's what it is. My father-in-law taught me that. That when a person cries, as a, the tears go into... He's a nose doctor. He knows what he's talking about. He knows. <sighs> Got to get out of that. All right. So Nachum, what we were talking about yesterday, mar, the different types of mar, and why do Hasidim eat uh, horseradish today when the Mishnah says you should eat, seems like from the Mishnah you should eat romaine lettuce first. So if you were to eat half and half, what, what happens? So the Mishnah says if you eat two types of mar, you're yaitza. But it's more than that. There's an amazing Mishnah that says that if you take a half a kezais of wheat and make a matzah out of it, and the other half you take rice, and rice, we said, you're not yaitza matzah. This particular matzah, you yaitza. It's mitztarif to allow you to be yaitza. You ate a wheat matzah. As long as that you could taste the wheat. So I wanted to say that perhaps if you're eating a little bit of horseradish and a little bit of romaine, it's as if you ate romaine, according to that Mishnah. Because if you ate a half of rice, which is nothing, and it adds that you could add it to the half of matzah, the wheat, and it's considered you ate a wheat matzah, so, Mela, you ate romaine, you ate a whole kazais of romaine, you mamish yates the mishra, plus you yates your minug, and you're great. Says the Gemara, he didn't like it. 
Yeah, you got bitter, you got everything. Well, bitterness is not so important, the Gemara said. Fine. I'm hung up on that, that whole thing. You hold it's not. No similarity. No similarity. It's better. It's better. I'm saying it's better. It's better. It's not. They don't do it at all because it's not the matter. They do. They eat both. A lot of people told me. No, a lot of people told me they do both. They told me they eat both. A lot of people on Zoom yesterday that looked very Hasidish to me. You're not Hasidish. Nachman Salza said, you're not Hasidish. Shalom Yisrael, finish. End of story. Yeah, <laughs> you should not soak, even in cold water, barley, on Pesach. V'im losas. Nizbaku asurois. If they split open, it's osur. That, that's a simon that is full of chametz. It didn't leaven yet. It didn't split, so it's okay. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, Shorin Bechoymetz, Bechoymetz Tsoimson. You soak it in. I have a trick, he says. If it's, it's about to, it's about to explode, what you do is you take some vinegar and you soak it in the vinegar and the vinegar will reduce the swelling. Now, does anybody know why the Badats? They the Haredes, the real Badats. You know, like when we moved to Israel, my, my wife was buying these things. I, I said, Badats. She's like, Yeah, it says Badats uh, Machpod. Face, Badats, this. So there's, not, there's one Badats, Badats, Eid Haredes, right? Why they never gave a Heksher to vinegar on Pesach for all the years? Because it says on it, Chometz. It's called Chometz in Hebrew. So they went, now they gave in. Even though it was 100% not Chometz because it's synthetic, but it's called Chometz. Anyway, just as a point. So if you soak it in vinegar, the, the, the Tanaim gave a hechsher to it. So it's okay. Omer Shmuel, ain't Allah kir b'yoisi. Allah is not like that. It doesn't reduce the swelling. Omer avchizda omer, omer avchizda omer marukva. Loin is baku mamish, web machlikis. Did it explode? Didn't explode? Elo koshilu menichem apiei chavis. It didn't really completely split. It's to the point that if you put it on a barrel of wine and the vapors of the wine are so strong, they will cause it to explode. That's enough. And Shmuel says, I just realized with all the crying, I forgot to print out the halachas. I have to see if I can remember about pep. I didn't even write it down. I wrote it down at home and I didn't put it in the thing. Ah. All right, because Baruch should help, they should remember a little bit. Shmuel Oman is baku mamish. We're talking about that it has to explode, and if it doesn't explode, it's not chametz. Says the Gemara, Ovat Shmuel Uvda Bedura Debe Barchashu Nizbaku Mamish. There was a Maisha They came to him and they showed him the barley. What did they show him? They showed him something that didn't explode, and he said, That's okay. That's not considered chametz, because I hold it has to explode in order for me to be chametz. And since it didn't reach that level yet, you could use it. Omer Abba, Baal Nefesh. What's a Baal Nefesh, says Rashi? A Chassid. A Yirei Shomayim. Both. Lo Yiltois. He shouldn't soak. My Yir, Yir Baal Nefesh. Afilu Kuli Almanami. Anybody. We learned just now in the Bresa, you shouldn't soak barley. Hachi Komar. Baal Nefesh. Somebody is a Chassid. Afilu Chit in the Shriri. Even another variety called wheat. Not only barley, but even wheat. Because wheat is a lot tougher and the water has a harder time to penetrate and make a chametz, lo yiltois, he shouldn't soak it. Omer Nachman, I don't believe in what you're saying. 
Man detzayis leila Abba, whoever listens to Rabba, who just said this, Abba is Rabba. Ochel nahamo di pusha. Why do you soak the bran? Why do you soak the grain? You soak it a little bit so that you can give it a good pounding and you remove the, the chaff, the whatever is around it. So Mamela, don't listen to him because if you don't remove it, you're going to have the bran and everything baked in your bed. It's bread. It's terrible stuff. Whole wheat. Look, everybody's is a different name here, but everybody is soaking it. Virava Omar, we're going to have very, very interesting. We're starting off with Rava, who says, basically, he had three stages in his life, Rava. He starts out saying that you're usher, usher to soak. Later on in his life, he said, it's mutter to soak. So what's the third stage? It's a mitzvah to soak. He went from usher to a mitzvah. Pasha a mitzvah to take your, before you make matzah, soak it in water, make sure it's all soaked. So he starts off saying, It seems like only, bar- only barley. But as we said before, wheat is uh, a lot tougher, so you're permitted. Look at this. So I'm not exactly like, I have the pieces over here. I actually had wheat. It's the first time in my life I did a disha or whatever. I took out a kernel from the wheat that I brought the other day. I don't know if you remember, I brought the whole thing. And as you see in this picture, wheat has this line. And this is barley. Barley has a, a visible line, but it's not indented. It's smoother. That's what the Gemara says. So because it's indented, water gets in there. And it's easier for the water to penetrate and make chametz. Don't worry, tomorrow Avi Mandelbaum will send me a video exactly how it works. But that line, it, it's, it's probably more of a, um, it's not sealed as well as the barley. So, Kivin is Beitzira Aili Bumayo. The water will get in there. Abasari, this Shia, it's smooth. Amo Shapir Dami, I would think you could soak in the water. Kamashwal, you shouldn't even soak barley. So, it's both in that you can't soak. Says the Gemara Hodamarava, Mutter Lutois. Stage number two. I used to say it's usher, now I say it's mutter to soak. The sanyo, I'll tell you why. We learned this. That you could be yoitza with matzah from Shloim HaMelech, we even learned, right? The finest flour. How do you get fine flour? How do you get fine? You have to be able to pound it. How do you pound it? You have to soak it first and then give it a good pounding and then whatever, all the, the junk comes off. But you have to soak it. So since it says that I could be yoitza with pasnakiyo, vadra is the coarse one. You have to soak it. It's very popular. It says, Here, soilus. Soilus means fine flour. Of goyim. Remember what I said? Again, this is something my chavrusa argues with me. I got to ask Reb Chaim Kanievsky, or somebody that really, really knows Shas inside out. I, I tell that one of the most popular topics in Shas is Hechshel Kabotum. So here it is again. I don't want to say it every single time. It's like mamish every daf. So, shel kfarim tahirim. If you're buying flour from a non-Jew, from the villages, it's tar. Because in the villages, they don't care so much about the cleanliness, so they're not going to soak it in water to remove all the schmutz. So if they don't soak it in water, then the flour is not mekabel tuma. In order for something to be mekabel tuma, you have to be machshir mekabel tuma. You have to put one of the seven liquids. 
So from the fact that I'm telling you that it's tahar, it's not mekabal tumah, it tells me that there's no water introduced there, but yet it calls it slatais. Hakmachim nachrim. The fine flour, how did I get the fine flour without water? So you see that your raya rava, that you said that you can use clean bread and you need water, no, here, it says mafurish. Here's fine flour that no water was ever introduced to it. Because they didn't, they didn't introduce water. And it's still called fine flour. It says, Take out the slosses, put that in the back. The kmachim is nachrim. And later on it says, shal kfarim, but, uh, sorry, shal krachim, the city folks, they're more makbed on cleanliness. So them, they have the fine flour and the regular flour. The, the soilus goes with the, with the city. Okay. That's what he's going to have to be doichet. Basad enofik omar, it happens all the time. Rav Papa, he couldn't believe it. Oy, I just left Rav Chaim Kenevsky. I can't believe it. He had a great... Rav just left and it's too late. He can't ask him the Shiloh. Imam Shatzar says Rashi. Omar, my time alo yeim alo maha. I should have asked him from the Pasuk. Forget about it. Braisa. The Omar, Rav Zeyra, Omar Rav, Omar Rav Yim, Rav Shmuel. Chitim shal menachos. The wheat of a mincha. Ey, lo yisin oisam. You should not soak them in water. Vikikarilu soilus. When you bring a mincha to the base HaMikdosh, do not soak it in water. And what's a mincha made out of? Soilus, fine flour, all the time. The entire mincha is talking about soilus. Soilus mincha belula b'shemen, right? The whole, it's in the pasuk. Listen to this, stage number three. Mitzvah lil toiz. You should put it in water. L'chatchila, soak it in water. Shenemar u'shmartem is So every daf has a little bit of a tricky sugi to it. By the way, now that I'm not crying anymore, here's a picture of... A beautiful kid, Yerachmiel, together with Mamlil. This is what he looked like, if anybody wants to see. Such a little, sweet kid. And here he is, the G'daylem, G'daylem, Eretz Yisrael, Chaim Kanievsky, all the G'daylem, Gershon. Okay. Says the Gemara. Let's see if I can find it here. Oh. Say about Peh, real quickly. It's, it's not that difficult. It's just in the wording here. There are three stages. Let's call it three stages. When you harvest the wheat, and this is purposely a non-Jew, and when you knead the dough, this could also, this is a non-Jew, and when you put it in the oven, let's call it. Okay, so three stages. Rav is of the opinion, says in the Pazik, Ushmartem, we spoke about, Matzashmura, Lishma, you should be careful not to introduce chametz to this. Now, from the point that you put water into it, I don't need a Pesach to tell me, be careful, it shouldn't be Chametz. The Torah says you can't eat Chametz on Pesach, the following Pesach says. So what does Ushmartah mean? You should be careful, it shouldn't be Chametz. Says Rava Lechaira, it means from beginning to end. I have to be careful, it's a mitzvah to, to Lishma, Lishem Matzah, but also in that Lishma, be careful that it shouldn't be Chametz. From when? From beginning to end. But where's water? Before Lisha, before I need the dough, where's the water? Oh, Lechaira means... That you should introduce water, but there's a lasisa, you're soaking it beforehand. At that point, from that point. Perhaps, no, perhaps the Torah said you should only do shmirah at one point, anywhere in here. One of the many avidas you do with bread. And you yay to the mitzvah. If that's the case, Rav has a beautiful proof. Then you should be able to eat matzah on Pesach that you bought the dough, ready made dough from a guy. You hear, Nachman? Matzah that you bought ready-made from a guy, 
should be able to eat it lela seder. Now you're able to eat it on lela seder, be not yoytze the mitzvah. Why aren't you yoytze the mitzvah? Because you're missing a little bit of the shema here. But where did you buy the matzah? Think about it. You bought the matzah from a guy right at this stage. He, he finished kneading it. You go, you buy the dough. You're, you're able to bake something from it and eat it at Lela Seder, but not matzah. Why? Because you didn't do lishma. But why not, says Rava? I just threw it into the oven, lishma. The Torah says, Do one lishma. One lishma. So you know what my lishma is? I put it in a pan. I, I smeared it, everything. I was thinking to myself, now I'm making sure it's not chametz, only 18 minutes, whatever, the whole thing, and I put it into the oven. That's not good enough. It's a raya that you need l'shma from A to Z, not just Z. That's his raya. And since you need l'shma from A to Z, where's the l'shma before step two? Must be that step one is l'sisa, it's... You hear, it's a little bit of a, of a chap here. You chap? Right, so I stuck that in. This is the lishma of Shimur. It's, it's d- making sure that it doesn't become chametz l'shem matzah. That's how I'm learning it. Like he starts off the studio with Shimur, and he moves into lishma, and kind of goes back. Let's see it inside. Maybe it'll be more understood. I'll prove to you that it's a mitzvah actually to soak in water. You have to do l'shma, you have to make sure, well, at this point, for this second, make sure no chametz goes in. Forget about l'shma. But if you don't need to soak it in water, what are you watching for? From the point of needing on, of course you can't have chametz. You don't need a positive say, oh, by the way, be very careful, it shouldn't be chametz. You don't need chametz on Pesach. So what's this extra mitzvah of shimur, of watching? That's not enough, says Rava. Why is that not enough? You hear this? Dough that you bought from a guy, you could eat. Well, the Rishonim of Mamish means that some Rishonim say the Jew was there the entire time. There's Mamish no chiddush in this at all. According to, to others, it means that, no, you bought it off in the store, ready-made dough. Why can't you eat it at Leila Seder for matzah? Because you didn't do it l'shma. Now Rava turns to l'shma. It wasn't l'shem matzah. At the end of the Seder, you need matzah l'shma. You can't use it in the beginning because you didn't do shimur. Now you have to see Rashi here. Very, very important Rashi. This is Mamish at Lela Seder, how many of you knew that the main mitzvah's matzah is not when we say the bracha al-achilas matzah when we eat a kezayis. The main mitzvah matzah is when? At the end of the Seder. When we eat afikoyman. Says Rashi, three lines down from the wide lines, Bachroino, he mitzvah's achilasa. That is the mitzvah. At the end of the Seder. Shema Pesach, with the korban Pesach, he chayvah's achilasa. That's the chayvah. D'chsiv. Kro, al matzah's and rei and carbon pesach is eaten when you're full. It's not. You're not allowed to eat afikoyman when you're. You can't eat dessert that is after afikoyman. Okay, so here's halacha lemaisa. I don't know. I, I didn't look it up really, but let's say you only have one kezayis. Where should you eat it? I think it's a nida, and I forgot to look it up. 
But it comes out that the main focus of matzah, even though we start in the beginning, that's the seder, you eat in the beginning of the suda, but the main part of matzah is when you're full and you, you can't get that, you know, you do it, but the evidence barely goes in, that's the main mitzvah. Says the Gemara, my time, why can't you use that as a matzah, the goyish of dough, because it's no the shema? What's the problem? The Torah tells you a mitzvah of shimur, do it right here, at the end. When you put it into the oven, says Rava, therefore I prove from here, since you can't do it at the end, that means you need, you need the Lushma from the top, from the beginning. And the Goyesha though, it doesn't have Shema from the beginning. Says Gemara, no, I'm going to be Who told you? Maybe Shemur is from this point, from when you need it. Before that, there's no shimur at all. From that point on, you have to watch it. And guess what? You didn't watch it. It was by the guy when he needed it. Maybe that's what happens here. Who told Rav you have to go all the way back? Maybe you go to the middle. Needing is shimur. But you weren't there. That's why you can't eat it for the, for, for, for the mitzvah of matzah. You could eat it during the seder. But since you weren't there, you didn't do the shema. Rava did not retract, even though he doesn't have a solid raya. He told those that flip over the grain. In other words, they're tying the, the bushels, and they flip it over. He says, even when you're flipping it over, have l'shma. End of the story. Now we're turning to Daf Mem Omid Beis, sponsored by Gedalia Fenster. I got an email from both Rib Gedalia and James Saka. Both. Gedalia is the father of Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Toiva Basha, who had surgery yesterday in Bar Hashem. We got word that the surgery was successful. But Yerachmiel has to be in the hospital for seven weeks. Seven. We could start. We, we complain when we're bidud for 14 days. Seven weeks in a hospital. So, Marbereda Ravino says the Gemara. And they are related. So James Saka is the uncle, Gedali is the father. So the mother of Mar Bereder Avino would take this, this wheat, put it in a, in a vessel, and keep it for Pesach. So he had Shmura Matzah. So let me see if I remember. I, I know I'm going to miss something. There was five halachas. We should do Shimur. From the beginning to the end. From Tchina. From Tchina all the way to the end, and if not, you go from Lisha. And the Mishaburah says that a Baal Nefesh should be machmir throughout the entire Pesach. Forget about Matzah's Mitzvah. The entire Pesach should use Shmura Matzah. And, and then he goes, he steps it down. Not from Tchina and then Lisha, but it's Lisha onwards. And I do have to say a Mazel Tov to the Chosin Blinder. I forgot to say, what's his first name? Leiv Avram. So the Blinder Mishpacha, Mazel Tov to them. Yeah. Who? Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Blinder, Abada. I didn't, I didn't know about the Chasana before the Chasana. You know, it's COVID, but now it's better later than ever. So Mazel Tov, you should be Zoycha to be Boyna Bais, never be Yisrael. Zokta Gemara Maisa. Au Arba Dechite, the Tava Bechishta. There was a, a boat full of wheat that sunk. And, but the, all the wheat, the whole cargo started floating. What do you do with the floating wheat? 
He said you could sell to the guy. What's the concern? That it's going to become chametz. It's saturated with water. But you're selling it to a guy. Are you allowed to sell something to a guy that the guy might turn around and sell to a Jew? Well, it depends. If it's noticeable, where do we have recently a noticeable iser that you're allowed to sell to a guy? Because if he sells it back to the Jew, the Jew will know. Remember anybody? Huh? Chadash is not noticeable. Shatnas we're going to see in a second. Giranasha. We had to get Anasha. He could sell the whole Yerach to the guy, because if he turns around and sells it back to the Jew, the Jew will realize. You have a little bit climbing there, but it's lost. You can't differentiate. You don't know where the thread is. You can't sell it to the guy because it's not nicker. Oh, so that's it. That's the kasha. How do you sell chametz to the guy? I mean, kernels that have water in them that the Jew will never realize. So the Rishonim of Dan is a big kasha. What do you mean you don't realize? We just said Paskin that it has to be exploding and has to split. You could see. If it didn't split, then it's not chametz. If it did split, you could tell. Fine. They go into it. He's, he's working it the whole time. Here's a mardas. There's a, a saddle cloth. It's the cloth below the saddle. So that also, you, you should not make it out of climb. Why? Because you might, you might have a hole in your pants and you want to make a patch. You'll go to your saddle and cut off a little bit of the cloth and use it and you'll forget that it's shatnas. You make tachrichim for the dead. Why? Because the dead don't have mitzvahs anymore. Ah! Bamesim chavshi. What's the, what's the lashon over there? Is that the lashon? Bamesim chavshi. What does Rashi say? Yeah, bamesim chavshi. The famous Vilna Goy is sitting on his bed about to be nifter and he holds on to his tzitzis for a few kapitschkas. You could buy tzitzis, whatever the word is, in this world. Once a person is dead, he's not released. He can't, he doesn't have the ability to be Mekayim Mitzvah. It's not a good thing, it's a bad thing. So, and you can't, be, you can't have Anah from the Tachrichim. It's also Anah once you give it to the mace. So, no concern. The whole point is that you can't sell to a guy because they'll turn around and sell to a Jew. You can't sell it as is. Sell a very small amount of it to the Jews because they're going to consume it before Pesach. He could also could sell it to God as well because he's going to consume it. He won't turn around and sell to the Jew. Don't add flour to your dishes. You're cooking something. You're not allowed to add, add flour on Pesach. What if you do want to add? You need to add. You can do this. First, you have the flour. Maybe it's on a flame. Then you add the vinegar. You take the hot vinegar. You see, I put a little flamer, even though it's a glass. And then you put the... If you do it in reverse, then we're not, we, it's not a problem. It's going to, the, the vinegar will take care of the chametz problem. There won't be chametz. It's going to cook it up real good. Who says that vinegar, even though it's boiling, it's in a, in a, in a pot somewhere, it has the ability to cook up the chametz? You take a pan off the flame, Erev Shabbos. It's boiling Erev Shabbos. And then goes Shabbos. You shouldn't pour any spices into it. Why? What is that called? What is this pot? Bishul from a? Kli 
It just came off the flame and it's boiling. However, if you take this frying pan full of hot boiling water, pour it into another kli, that's called klisheni, and that doesn't cook halachically the spices, and that's mutter. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, you could put any spices into anything. Besides, if we're dealing with vinegar. Vinegar and brine are very powerful. They have the power to cook something up. Oh, so here's the Rabbi Yehuda that says the vinegar could cook, could cook up the, the uh, flour. What about Rabbi Yossi asked the Gemara that we had before? He has a trick. He takes some vinegar. You have a swelled up, so you have swollen, about to burst wheat. You introduce some vinegar, it reduces the swelling. So, why can't we say like Rabbi Yaisi? We're not going to make Rabbi Yaisi. It reduces the swelling. When the vinegar is right there in front of you, you have vinegar, one plus one equals reduction. But if the vinegar is in the dish already, it's part of a dish, it doesn't have the ability to reduce the swelling. Ula says, forget about it. It doesn't matter this way or this way. The vinegar into the, to the flour, the flour into the vinegar. This is a famous, famous line in Shas. When somebody's a Nazar and he can't drink wine, he can't have grapes, you tell him, stay away from trouble. Don't put yourself in a situation of danger of walking through the vineyard. Go around, skar skar. What are you? What are you? What are you busy putting yourself in a sakana? We also we're not nazirim, but we have the same thing applies to us. A person is on a diet. You don't buy a, a, a beautiful cake and put it in front of you and say, "Oh, I'm going to be misgaber." Smartphone, You get a shtickle filter going. You don't put yourself in a matzav sakana and say, "Oh, I'm strong. I'm a, I'm a strong person." Even a nazir shouldn't walk through the vineyard. Rav Papi Shorley Leburdike, the Beirish Gulusa. Rav Papi allowed the slaves, those, they were slaves, these are professional bread makers of the Reish Golas, the, the big mansion. He had people in charge of the bread, but they were slaves nonetheless. And he allowed them, Lemimche Gidero Bechasise, to take these, these oven dried flour that we were discussing before, to thicken up the dish. We're talking about slaves. You're going to trust the slave when it comes to chametz? These are delicate things. It's going to become chametz, not chametz. You're introducing flour into a hot source, and we said before it's oven dried, so it has moisture inside. It could release, and you think the slave cares? He'll tell his, uh, his, uh, his, his master, yeah, it's not chametz. Says the Gemara, Omar Army, Rava Gufa Machila. He himself introduced it and did this. He, they didn't allow the slaves. Fine. The official new Mishnah is Lazeich Nishmas Yerachmiel Ben Yisrael Olav Asholem. It's unbelievable. Official and fill and this one, that one's. Ah. Were you emotional by this as much as me? No, that, yeah. To know that the, 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 the Chevra, I didn't know that every day, I don't know every day, they were sending it. And this guy tells me he has older kids, he has two married daughters, but the constant thing, it's not like he needed the toys. Yeah. But that somebody cared, somebody sent him a note, somebody did this, and they kept on encouraging him throughout the entire time. Unbelievable. Zoktim Mishnah. We are not dealing with the charoises of Lela Seder. We're dealing with a dip that you dip your meat into 
It's called charoises. It has vinegar in it. And that's the problem. The problem is also, the Rishonim discussed, that Rashi really means this as well, that there's some water in it. It's a dip. You have to smooth it out. You introduce some water, vinegar, and that can make the flour, chametz on Pesach, osir. Now, the mission tells us two things, charoises and mustard. The Gemara is going to discuss whether there's a machloikis on both or on just one. The Tanakhama says, eat it right away. Is it going on both or on just one? says, don't eat it. Do not, you're not allowed to cook. Somebody at Tamad Chacham wrote to me, I'm surprised nobody corrected me on the spot. I had a slip in my tongue. I said, Korban Pesach, you should eat when it's raw. I said, no, when I was talking about the word no, eat when it's raw. No, it was a slip, slipped through everybody's head. But some Tamad Chacham, Tamad Chacham sent me an email. But I ain't in the Pesach, it says, Al Toichal No, whatever. Okay, fine. It says, you should not cook it. You should not cook it. You, you, it has to, be, has to be roasted. What's the pasuk? I hope it has the pasuk on the side here. Maybe not. Here. Yes. You shouldn't cook it. Yes, I'm listening. I missed? Oh, I didn't even say the bottom one. Mechila from the neshama. Um, and Yeshua ben Baruch Nassan. I missed it, sorry. Le'ilu nishmaz Yeshua ben Baruch Nassan, all of us shalom and shalom should have an aliyah. Thank you. So do, do not cook. It says in the Pasuk, you're not supposed to cook. I'll tell you about You shouldn't cook it in water. So we're discussing now not water, we're talking about mashkim. And not the sweat or the juice of fruit. You could baste it. So when it's Roasting, you baste it, and when you're eating it, you could dip it into juice. The bakers would dip their hands in water, so the water is full of flour. So the two things that we mentioned, mustard and charoises, the whole machloik is whether if you eat it or you don't eat it, is only regarding mustard. If flour fell into vinegar, into the, the charoises dip, then you have to burn it immediately, even according to the Tanakama. Taninami Hachim, we learned so specifically. You shouldn't. Everybody agrees, you burn it. The machloikis says, That's the whole machloikis. Let's just finish this because it's the same thing over. The halacha is like hachamim, that when it comes to mustard, you could eat it. And Rameir says you can't eat it, so the halacha is like hachamim. Was he talking about one, or he's talking about two? Was he talking about both haroises and mustard, the halacha is like hachamim, that you could eat it? Or he's only talking about mustard. As we just said, that the machlek is only on one. I never heard about that. I hold the machlek is in both. There's no as, as we would read the Mishnah. or mustard. Charoises and mustard are equal. Chacham say you could eat it if you do. You could eat it immediately. Rameis says burn, and that's the halacha. The halacha is like chachamim that on both you could eat it immediately. Have a wonderful day. The Neshama should have an Aliyah.
and Yerachmiel Daniel should have a refuah shleima bekaroiv. Cry, baby, Ben Adam. Have a good day, Laibi. Mazel Tov on the Siyum today. Shkoyach. Shkoyach, Rabbi. You guys notice the C-H-O-P every day, no? Huh? Yeah, but so, so, so how did that other neshama get on there? If it, it seems like it was one person. There's more than one person. Ah. Whose father? I didn't hear what you said. Whose father? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard, I heard. You think I should call him? He'll appreciate it, or it's a waste of time. Wow! Unbelievable. Yishkoyach official. Yishkoyach toilam. Emamish. Yeah. What's the good news? I need to hear good news. Oh, we should hear good news. Yeah. So uh, I'm very upset at a certain individual because I, I spoke to the father. I was holding it together for the most part. The father is very strong. He sounded strong. Everything is good. And then Yeshua sent me that picture. And I read the note. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't hold it together after that. Nah. Huh? Some people, some people are babier than others. No, what are you going to do? I'm not as manly. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah. You got you to you gotta feel the other person's pain. Okay, whatever. Yeah. With what? He doesn't have COVID. Bezer Hashem, Bezer Hashem. Joel Pollock, it's a long time no see. Shalom Aleichem, welcome again. Amen, amen. Yeah. Okay, so send it, Nachamol. Send it again. I don't, don't tell me the name, you have to send it. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember Okay. Joel Pollock, I don't know if you heard me before. I said hi. How you doing, Joel? He doesn't hear me. Joel in California. Shalom Aleichem. Doesn't hear. Okay. 
got these little cards from uh, Rabbi Yosef. Um, I think it's partial to the Shema. Partial to the Targum says, um, Bosa uh, um, uh, Noah, which uh, actually comes out to be Corona. Oh. So that's, that's the reason why the Corona is because the people eat uh, um, non cooked meat. Non cooked meat. Interesting. But why didn't you tell me yesterday? Ah. So, how do you do the mix? Here's the Shiloh. How do you do the mix? You eat a full kazais of each, or you do half and half? Ah, so but so you're saying you're combining the shiurim? That's that's what I wanted to get to. That's what I'm trying to figure out. If you could, you could combine, no, halachically, 100% you could combine. The question is, are you doing romaine or you're doing horseradish? So I think it's good. I think it's a good. It's probably a good eitzah. It's, it's, it's a good eitzah. It's a good eitzah. No, I, I said, of course he yaitza. The Mishnah says he yaitza. I can't argue on the Mishnah. What? Right, right, I know, I know. Ma. Ani? Ah, Mesifta, of course not. Hey, Akiva, great day. Great day, guys.